0: And now,
1: weighing in, out of the blue
0: corner, Josh the Pong.
1: Thompson. 100%. And on the other side, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy nice.
0: Oh, yes, I am back. Yes, from Ireland. I actually made it home after my man, Josh Thompson, had to do the podcast on his own. I was proud of you, brother. You stood up. You took the shots. You went after it. You didn't say a damn thing that was worth anything, but it was no. awesome. I loved it. Nope.
1: I just had to ramble on and fill time. That's what I had That's to do. That's it, baby. Just talk, just <laughs> blow nonsense out my ass. I do that on a regular basis, so I'm pretty good with that. I'm surprised that they let you back into the country. Dude, I, I didn't think they were going to. I thought yeah. it was almost like human trafficking.
0: Yeah. I was going to get buried somewhere in Ireland, which is where my people are from, but it's okay because it's not all my people. I, but I, I, I love Ireland, but. Staying in the airport for, I was there the first day, 14 hours. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's just bullshit. Oh, it's delayed until now. Oh, now it's delayed until now. Oh, now it's delayed until now. Oh, now it's delayed until, now. Oh, now it's delayed until
1: tomorrow. <laughs> yeah jeez. That's brutal, man. I, I, I oh. haven't been, I have, I've been in those situations, but not for 14 hours. I've, it's been delayed for say three to four hours. Then all of a sudden it's canceled. You're like, but man, I'd have been so pissed 14 hours. I tell us the story about how you waited in the wrong line for about three hours. What I didn't wait in the wrong line. Oh, what are you I, th- talking I about? Miss McCarthy said that you were, you were stuck trying to change your flight waiting in line for the, in the wrong line for three hours. Oh,
0: no, no, that was after that was at, oh. that was I was trying to at least get my tickets or my seats confirmed for the next day. Yeah. Right. So the for the first thing I had, if you had if you'd bought anything that was part of duty free, you had to wait and they were gonna take it from you. So you could had to leave it at the airport. Well, I just happened to buy a couple of bottles of crested from Jameson, which I love. Mm-hmm. And so because I could go through customs in Ireland. I didn't have to worry about the whole security thing. So it was like, all right, I'll do it. So I do it and then I get stuck. So then I have to wait for that line. So then I wait in that line, they take my booze. And then I go to the next one, which is, this is the best too. Look, like you, you you try to go on one airline to get a little bit of status, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll get you in the easier line and all that stuff. And right? so I go down there. There's only like 12 people down there by the time I get down there. And I asked the day, I said, excuse me, are we supposed to wait in that line to talk to the thing? Or if, or do we go to the priority line? If you're executive platinum or anything like that. And she goes, no, no, go to that line with all the people. I said, okay. Right. So I go to that line, standing there waiting, you know, they have nobody w- working on anybody at this time. The airport is basically shutting down in these areas. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. then that lady comes up, right? And she says, Oh, sir, you, you're executive platinum. I said, yeah. And she says, I'll come over into this line. And she comes, over, puts me in and she says, just wait right here. And then they bring all these wheelchair people in front of me. <laughs> and so the line that I was in, the 12 people were long gone. By the time I got through there, it was like, well, I got screwed on that, but all right. So I get up to the front, and it has nothing to do with getting your ticket. It's all about getting your free hotel room, which I had already bought a hotel room. I knew where I was going. I was like, I'm out of here. So then I ask a person, hey, where is the Radisson uh, Dublin Airport? And he goes, oh, it's right behind that building right there. Wrong direction. <laughs> I was just walking around. So I had walk a full circle around that dumb bitch. That's eh, good for exercise, but
1: in the end,
0: I just yeah, it was it was a long day, long day.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to Big John, that means that you should never fly American Airlines because that's what you fly right <laughs> the now. Shittiest you sound like You sound. <laughs> Do you like to give me a hard time because I'm a Delta guy? Okay, and, but, uh, here and check this one out, right? Coming
0: home, I switch and I go to Delta. Smart. I go to Delta. So now I have to go and pick up my booze at the duty-free place, right, to give them my little ticket. They're going to give me the booze, right? So the the guy says, you know, I have this ticket thing. He says, oh, he says, you were on the flight yesterday. I said, yes, sir. Right? And he says, what did you have? I said, it was two bottles of Crescent. I give him the thing. He says, let me go get it for you. Boom. He comes out with it. He goes, you're uh, same flight going to Charlotte. I go, no, no, no. I went to, I'm on uh, Delta now going to atlanta he goes oh i got to change this ticket all up then right and i have an american airlines pilot standing right there right there because he's getting a bottle of booze right Mm -hmm. and he looks at me and he goes oh see there you should have flown american i said yeah yeah i said that way you motherfuckers could leave me stranded again for today (laughs) right he looks at me i go you stranded me yesterday that's why i'm on delta
1: now and he goes man oh Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's fucking talking uh, shit. At oh, dude, it was dude. like, who oh, knows? you should have
0: flown American. Jeez. Well, I tried. Yeah, that didn't work.
1: No, you can't fly American, well, man. It's that's garbage. all right. I'm I'm
0: home for a good twenty four hours.
1: Yeah, who booked this Boom. flight too? Like leaving again tomorrow morning early, right? Four AM. Yeah, no, I'm yep. surprised that uh President Joe Biden hasn't kept you on the no fly list. I mean <laughs> oh it's great it's great then the irish people wanted to keep you because they love you so much
0: uh you know i can understand biden trying to keep me off the flights and stuff he saw the shirt i was wearing yesterday flying oh jeez oh (laughs) jeez
1: lions not sheep kind of shirt boom Uh, all right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's jump into some uh, some fight stuff. Let's go ahead and talk. What what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk UFC, Bellator? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, hey,
0: no. Let's talk. Let's talk the UFC. We got Mackenzie Dern and Jan going at it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What
0: do you think of this one?
1: Main event. This show is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag brings you some of the best gambling odds, online gambling odds that you can possibly find. And Big John and I always try to give you guys. Our best opinion on the fights that potentially will make you some money at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code Wayne in. There's a little QR code right there as well. The podcast Dave is going to put up there. You click that takes you to mybookie.ag. Use our promo code Wayne in. Hopefully you make some money. I think Mackenzie Dern is a star in the making. Still relatively young, t- just nasty good on the ground. She needs to really, she's really evolved her stand up, but she still has a long ways to go with it. Um, I will say that there was a couple. Like, I'm gonna kind of compare her, not anywhere near the same talent in terms of on the ground and the grappling and everything else. Is with Leah McCourt. Leah McCourt looked last weekend. She looked really good on the feet. Mackenzie Dern is starting to turn that corner. I feel like that relaxation on the feet is looking what like how Leah McCourt needed to look, and how she looked this time from the first time, like the first couple times I saw her. Stand up and fight. McKinsey Dern, speed, the ability, she throws that overhand right a lot. She, um, she needs to start relaxing a little bit more on the feet and not trying to overpower people. But she's a dog. You can tell she's a fighter. She's, a, she's somebody that loves to fight. She's someone that just loves the competition and she just pushes and grinds and, but she's got to make sure that she finds ways to, Fight a little smarter, press into the fence, not put so much pressure on herself to get the takedowns, to let the stand up open itself up to get the takedowns easier. Do you understand what I'm saying, John? You, I you totally understand me? what you're saying. You follow me, buddy? Because I know. I do, you, bubba. You know, long, long flights, little cobwebs, <laughs> a little bit in the head. I know. I get it. I get it. I understand. No, those you. are the cobwebs. The
0: are, they're in the head, but they're not from the flight.
1: Yeah, they've always been there. They've always <laughs> been there. They've kind of started to spread now into the beard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the white, the white there, buddy. Um, It's. um. What I'm thinking is is with McKenzie Dern and with a lot of young fighters is they put so much pressure on themselves to get the takedown they start to slow down a little bit as the fight goes on, or it becomes so predictable and the fighter all they have to do is just stuff the takedown, circle back off, and then it becomes frustrating. Then it becomes then they use more energy, then they get more tired, then then they start telegraphing their shots more. It's it's like a snowball effect that kind of ruins. It ruins the ability for them to get the fight to the ground because they put so much effort into trying to get it there. They just got to be a little bit more relaxed on the feet. And I think if she does that, she just lets the combinations fly and then get the takedowns off the combinations. If she doesn't get it, work her way back up to the body lock, into the punches, make space, knees, elbows, then go back into the, the takedown. That constant combination of mixing it up from the feet to the ground will make it a lot easier for to get these fights to the ground and she can obviously we know she's the best probably in the game right now on the ground
0: on the ground there's nobody that's better yeah i don't there's a couple that are close there's a couple that are close but nobody's better Yeah, yes and you, you you take a look and what you're saying is exactly right she has to be that person that when she gets into that clinch position drives it to the cage and is working in that position and realizes ah I don't, I, I don't have the ability right at this moment to actually take her down. I'm going to work really hard. It's okay to break it off. But when you break off from that clinch, be sending a message to your opponent by landing a clean elbow, by landing the knee strike, by doing something that makes them realize I'm willing to disengage from the clinch position. That is not something I'm afraid of. And every time I get in the clinch, you're going to have to worry about being hit by something if I am going to disengage and that's going to open up the ability for you to get the takedown because there's times when you can use the cage to act like you're going to disengage, bounce your opponent off of it and it'll make the takedowns come a whole lot easier also. So I, I agree with you totally, but she's very young in her career. Mm-hmm. You know, you take a look at how many fights she's had 14 total. I mean, it's really the UFC has used her a lot and given her a lot of fights and she's gotten a lot of experience there, but she's still young as far as the time that she's put into MMA and she's only getting better. So mm-hmm. I look at this. I think this is a very good fight for her on the feet. I think it's close to even, I think she's a little bit behind yawn, but it's she, she's moved way up in her stand up ability. Mm-hmm. So I think it's close. It's not like, you know, Oh my God, It's Marina Rodriguez against McKenzie where Marina's the definite better striker. You're looking at someone who is more technically, you know, clean and and length is on her side and everything. I think with Jan, I think this is one where it's I'll give the nod maybe to Jan, but not by much. And so this is a great fight for McKenzie Dern in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think with Jan, she just can't afford she can't she can't afford to keep taking steps backwards. She can't let McKenzie Dern push her around in the cage. She's got to stand her ground in the center, stuff the takedowns in the middle, try to keep her back off the fence, let the hands combinations go. If she allows McKinsey Dern to push her around, it could be a long night for her. Not even so much that she's going to get, I don't think she's going to get outstruck, but it's just going to make it easier for for McKinsey Dern to do what she, whatever she wants to do. And that that's going to make it harder for her to get off first. She's going to have to make sure that she stands right in the middle of the cage and makes McKinsey Dern come to her, and if she starts touching McKenzie, McKenzie will start to respect her. But if she lets her get pushed around, she's going to be in the nail all night.
0: You know, one thing I, it just, it seems a lot of the, the ladies that are coming from China, the one thing I've, there's only one and that being Wei Li Zhang, who when the fight hits the ground, she has a lot of physical attributes and a lot of strength mm-hmm. that even if she makes the mistake on the ground, she can tend to get herself out of those positions or even reverse the position and stay on the top position it has good ground and pound and those things. Everyone else, their stand-up really clean. Ground game's coming. You know, Jan's ground game is coming, but it's nowhere near good enough to stay with McKenzie if it does hit the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Absolutely. McKenzie during so he- just... Heads above everybody else, heads and shoulders above everyone else that's in that division. Not just that division, but pretty much in the sport. You know, if you were to match her up, I think with some of these, um, even some of the higher weight class females, once the fight hits the ground, she's going to be tapping them pretty easily. Well, she had the Um,
0: one fight. I can't, I can't remember the girl's name. I'll I'll screw it up. But if we, we look at her record, Dave, pull up, pull up Mackenzie's record because I know she fought her. Um, genderoba verna Robo. that's someone that yeah. can be on the ground with Mackenzie Dern. Yes, she's yes, yes, yeah she's outstanding on the ground yep you know you and that correct. went to a decision based upon it mm-hmm. but you know it's you know there are not many you know yeah. and randa marcos who you know mckenzie had the fight with she's good on the ground she's a good wrestler you know and very tough to, and you know mckenzie did some work on the ground with her that was just unbelievably impressive as far as yeah she's she just for for that weight class just about everyone, she's she's way above them.
1: Mm. Interesting. All right. Who else is on this card? This show is brought to you by Z-Biotics. John, I got to be honest, man. Nowadays, when I go out drinking, and you know I like to drink. but Oh, yes, you I do. I don't bounce back like I used to anymore. I mean, obviously. Cause That's because you're old. You just had I'm a birthday. not that old. I'm not that old. See but yesterday, old. I went out drinking, but. First, I took my Z-Biotics. I got to be honest, man. It makes me feel better the next day. It helps a lot with that feeling of feeling like crap the next day. I don't feel like crap the next day. And I'm going to be honest because I love being able to go out with my friends and get after it at the bar, and not. but I don't want to have to feel that way the next day.
0: That's why you drink a Z-Biotics before you start drinking alcohol because it is a pre-alcohol probiotic, Josh. That means that this is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic this was done by PhD scientists who a lot smarter than us yes they did something to tackle what is something that we all know the rough mornings after a good night of drinking so here's how it works when you drink alcohol it gets converted into a toxic byproduct and that's all in your gut and it's nasty and stuff because it's like almost like a poison to you but this byproduct is not dehydration. It is this product that builds up in your gut that is to blame for that nasty next day feeling that we all have. So Z-Biotics produces an enzyme that breaks down all of that nasty stuff in your gut. So when you take Z-Biotics before you drink and then are smart and after you drink, you, you know give a little hydration, a little H2O is good, and then you go to sleep. Zbiotics is going to make you feel much better the next day.
1: Yeah. The first time I took, I tried Zbiotics. I tried it about three weeks back. I got to be honest. I felt so good the next day after I drank it. I drank the bottle the day before, right before I started drinking and the feeling the next day, I felt a lot better. So if you guys want to give Zbiotics a try, go to zbiotics.com slash weighing in to get 50% off your first order when you use the weighing in code. Okay. Hear that again, zbiotics.com slash Wayne in to get 50% off your first order when you use the Wayne in code.
0: Trust me, you're going to like it. Randy Brown against the man that will never get old. Cisco Trenalto. I love the guy.
1: He looks yeah, like he's he, about 90 but he, does it, but.
0: he dude, he, he's right. He's, he's close to my age when, as far as looks, Jeez. I think someone, you know, Wrote some bad stuff on his uh, birth certificate. But, <laughs> dude, he's, hey man, he, he continues to fight. He's still got speed in his hands. You know, there's just certain guys that it doesn't matter how old they are, they tend to, you know, be able to hang and still have speed. You know, we saw it with Yoel Romero. Take a look at that mm-hmm. guy. I mean, he's amazing when you look at him and stuff. You know, and I don't love what people say. Oh, he's on steroids. Now. They, you could take a look at that dude from when he was in the Olympics. Yeah. You know, and you take a look at him now. His body is, hasn't changed out. It's probably a little bit slimmer than his Olympic, you know, photo when you look, but all through his fight, fighting career, he looks the same, Yeah, exactly the same, 185, 205, doesn't matter. He looks the same, you know, and so there's just certain people, they still have speed. They still have explosiveness. And is one of those guys, man. He is explosive and he's tough. And he'll take shots. And so, Randy Brown has a lot of length, man. And he's good. I really like watching Randy Brown. You know, the man from Jamaica is athletic. He's, like I said, long. And he needs to use that length, in my opinion, against Ronaldo. Keep him on the outside. He's got that beautiful front kick up the middle that he can uh, definitely use to set the range and make it where Ronaldo Realizes, ooh, I can be hit from actually a long distance by this guy. And I've got to be very careful. Hmm. So, but I lo- I look and I I think Randy Brown is a, a fighter that is still on the rise, and this should be his fight. He should get the win, but we've seen it from Trenaldo too many times. <laughs> fights that you look and you go, he might not get the win here. He gets the win, so don't ever count him out.
1: This is like a changing of the guard. I think the UFC is trying to do. Like Trenaldo's never yeah. been. He's never been like been a number one contender or anything like that. But he's always had some great fights. Yep. He's a guy that he will make it an action-packed fight. He will walk forward. He'll, like you said, he'll take big shots. He'll make it a scrap. He's good all the way around. He possesses power in his hands. Uh He'll make Randy. He'll make Randy Brown fight. Now, yep. if Randy doesn't fight a smart fight, it can end up being a, a long night for him, or it could be a short night for him getting knocked out. <laughs> you never know. But I think That's all true. these things favor Randy Brown. He's just got to stick and move. Don't allow himself, like I said, with Mackenzie Dern. To get pushed around, and you know he can't afford to be on his back foot. He's got to be sticking and moving, staying on the outside, using his lateral movement, keeping his back off the fence, not allowing himself to be the nail. And pushing Trinaldo around would be the better idea, or taking that center of the cage. So, I would have to agree with you um, that Trinaldo is one of those guys that will make it a dog fight, if that, and that's pretty much the only way he can get this win. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I really, he's got to make it a dogfight. The the length and just the skill set that Randy Brown possesses is going to be a difficult fight for Ternaldo, but I've seen him do it to guys that I thought had those same attributes before. So, you know, he's, he's the brawler and he, he again, he'll take those shots. And so when a guy will take shots to give shots, always dangerous. All right. Ronnie Barcelos against Trevin Jones. I love Barcelos. Barcelos is good. Dude, his wrestling is fantastic. His jujitsu jitsu is great. His stand-up is clean. This guy has got it all. Trevin Jones has got a long night ahead of him, in my opinion, against Barcelos.
1: I mean, Trevin Jones is he's athletic. He's He's got speed. Yes. All the things that you need to just stick and move. Look, it only takes—that's why we fight this fight, John.
0: No, that's exactly true.
1: Is because the speed can be the what is it the nullifier can be the the thing difference really, maker the difference yeah. maker in this The
0: equalizer
1: yeah and 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 when you have somebody that has that type of speed you have someone that has the ability to stick and move you have the ability to press to the fence and do all those things to control the, the tempo of the, the fight it's up to him whether he decides to fight smart or not and make this a not a dog fight don't get in there and make it a dog fight get in there and slow and slow Barcelos down. If he can do that, then I think he'll have a chance. But if he goes out there expecting just to wail at it, he can end up in a lot of trouble. He doesn't want to end up on his back. There's a lot of these things where he needs to make sure that every second he's using fighter IQ. Because if he's not, like you said, he'll end up having a very long night. It'll be a horrible night for him. He's just got to be smart about it.
0: You know, when you look at it,
1: Trevin, Trevin
0: has decent wrestling. He doesn't have wrestling that's going to no. take Barcelos down. And so you, and then you look at if it hits the ground, he better be in the top position. He's got to be careful there because if he's on the bottom position, he's going to have a hard time getting up from that position with Barcelos. So yeah. like you're saying, movement, 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 stick and move, create situations where you're frustrating him in the stand up, peppering him, use the jab, a lot of foot movement, a lot of lateral movement. That's what I would suggest, but that's, that's a tough fight. And I, I just think that, uh, Barcelos. Very, I'm very impressed with his skill set. Yeah, I think he lost his last fight, but.
1: Barcelona, who did he
0: lose to his last fight? I'm trying to freaking remember. I don't. Mm. Um, Victor Henry? Victor oh, he Henry. Lost his last two. It. Yeah, it decision. His last two. Oh, no, I'm thinking, I was thinking of Tamur Valiev. Uh, oh. Yeah, because two losses in a row. He's only got three losses total. So. Mm, interesting. That's, that kind of sets you back though. I didn't know. I-, I wasn't even thinking it was two. I was thinking it was one. And I was thinking of the Valley of One.
1: Yeah, John, I'm having so, a hard time keeping up with all these young guys that are coming in now. It's tough. It's so dude. frustrating to me. It's so frustrating. It's I'm like, man, where did all these kids come from? You know, <laughs> getting older. Jeez. It's like, man, we're, you guys, there, there's so many of them now. Uh, but one of one of the ones that I really like is uh, Yusuf, Sadiq Yusuf. Oh, yeah. He's a phenomenal fighter. He's learned. He's evolving as a fighter. He's getting better on the takedowns, getting better on the feet. He's becoming a more comfortable fighter everywhere. Um, he hasn't talked about that fast. Bre- yeah. But he hasn't had that breakout Ooh. fight yet. So he needs to have one of those breakout fights. Now I don't, I don't know because the all the, all the, he has all the attributes. The UFC is someone they, they're a promotion that could build him up to be in something, but he's been around for a while. And he, like I said, he hasn't had the breakout fight. So he needs to start when you've been around this long, you need to have one of those fights that really says, okay. I'm ready to start putting some money behind you. I'm ready to start going to the next level. Yeah, to the next level. Who can we give you this now, not you? We're not just trying to build you anymore. We're trying to put you into that that top upper echelon of fighters that really can make you some money. I haven't seen it yet from him, even though he's talented, good all the way around. We're going to see if we're going to if we can have a breakout fight for him this weekend.
0: What about Kristoff Joko against Brendan Allen though? To me, that's a great fight joko's a solid fighter solid everywhere just tough hangs in there wears his opponents down brendan allen we've seen him have great moments we've seen him have moments where uh guys have gotten him and hurt him mm-hmm. but i think brendan allen is still on the rise i think Christoph joko is still on the rise so this is to me a very interesting matchup in the middleweight division this is going to definitely send one person towards that next level mm-hmm. They're going to enter that next level, and one person is going to definitely drop off from being that kind of guy. So I look at that. That's a that's a big fight for both of them. They both need that win.
1: Is Joko the one that looks like um the guy from the cover of Mad Magazine? Yes, with the, with the big yeah, ears. Yeah, his ears stick face. Way out. Yeah, can you yes. click on his? Let's see. click guy. On his face, Joko down there on the bottom left, number six.
0: Joko, not Trevin Jones
1: geez good to know that podcast dave is following along listening yes yeah yeah that's him yeah. that's him hey yeah, he and looks like old, a he looks like years. a
0: 69 volkswagen with the doors open from the rear
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man look at brendan allen man he's he's a good fighter he's a good he fighter a good fighter he's you a know good fighter. um click on him as well who did who did he fight last Cuz he but he had a loss like what, 2 fights ago? Yeah, 2. Yeah, fights he lost ago. to Chris yeah, Curtis. Chris Curtis, that's right. Yep. Yep, yep. And then he beat Sam Alvey, and then he beat uh Jacob Malkoon. Okay. I mean, look, Brendan Allen's good on the feet, sticking moves to pressure against the fence, knees, elbows. He lets he, he's he's a good stand-up fighter, John. But yeah. where I I notice is that he lacks in the defense when he throws. And that, that was a big reason. That's a big reason why he got caught by Chris Curtis is that in those exchanges, he was allowing himself to, to leave himself open after he throws def You have to throw, bring your hands back defensively. you got to make sure your guard stays up. He is someone that he throws overwhelmingly too much and then ends up getting caught. And so I think, I think he's got to make sure he fights a smart fight. And I think all these fighters, and I continue to go back. To this is the fight IQ Sometimes they try too hard to be a showman and focus less on being, uh, on getting that win. And so I, I want fighters to fight aggressively. You know what I mean? Like I want them to fight aggressively. I want them to have the, I want them to get the win and be entertaining. It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a fine line, John. You know the deal. It's a oh, fine, boy. fine it, line, but I want,
0: it's funny. It's funny that you bring that up because I had a, a long talk with a man called Johnny Walker mm-hmm. in Ireland and told him, Hey, I know they're wanting you to be exciting like you were in the beginning. I know. Yeah. I know you're hearing that. Johnny, it's about getting wins and not being damaged. Your yeah. last fight was beautiful. Beautiful job. Right? I said, that's what works for you. Don't worry about what works for them. Keep winning. Yeah. You're going to get the fights. I said, don't get damaged. It's going to be a lot easier on your body. Mm. Don't listen to people that say, oh, you have to be crazy and exciting and do the you know the flying knees and things like that if it's there go ahead but don't force anything so we had, we had a lot of talking it's true you know you, you open yourself up yeah you can be exciting and yeah you can get mm-hmm. caught with it so you got to be careful you, good fight IQ on when to use those type of techniques that's a big difference maker
1: well i've seen fighters um, try so hard to make the regime happy you know, oh, and yeah. when oh. they try, when they try to make the regime happy, it just it things go bad. You know, yeah. and I, I I will I have this quote, and just winning solves everything. And that quote is because it's true. People will forget about all your your past what discretions, I think is what is your past. They'll forget about all that stuff, and and, and just indiscretion, and just focus on. And focus on your winning. If you start doing that, look at guys, you know, and I, I always use Tiger Woods, cheated on his wife, car accidents, all these things start. He won one. We won one masters or whatever it was. And all of a sudden, no one gave a shit about what happened. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, <laughs> same shit, cheated on his wife. Da, da, da. Don't give a shit. Won some championships. Don't give a shit. You know, what I mean, like you just, it happens. Kevin Hart, same thing, cheated on his wife. Da, da, da. I think while she was pregnant. Oh. Put, out some, put out some great sitcoms or some great, uh, specials. No one gave a shit. You know, it's like, it just, it just, if you are, if you continue to be successful, people will forget about that shit. So when you're talking about your fighting game, just go out there, get the job done. You can't be denied forever. You know, I, mean, I know John Fitch was not the most, um, exciting fighter to watch, but he just wouldn't be denied and getting that title shot. Now that title shot didn't work out for him. You know, against George St. Pierre, but I mean, I think he won 10 or 11 in a row before he got a title shot and they, they just couldn't deny him anymore. He had some good wins. He had some shitty wins, and, but he still, he still got some wins, you wins. know, and they're, those win that winning will help push you to the title. Don't Leon worry Edwards. about Yeah, exactly. Leon Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Take that a look. guy, man. He was, he got fucked for a while. It's got to keep fighting the way you got to fight.
0: Kept fighting, kept winning. Yeah. There was a couple of, you know, time spaces in there that were a little too long, you know, but yeah. that shit happens. When he got the chance, made it happen.
1: Well, he had a bunch of oh shit moments in some fights oh. where yeah, yeah, oh he had a Nate moment. Diaz
0: oh shit moment.
1: Yeah, almost <laughs> cost him. Round. So, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. Is there any other fights on this card you want to talk about? Nah, no, I'm good. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, Bellator this weekend. It's on Saturday. Is this where's this at? Is this during the day?
0: Yeah, that's it. That's it from the Apex, I believe.
1: Yeah, but is it during the day? It seems I kind of don't a, know. no, no, don't know. I of, uh,
0: well, probably at four. Might, might be an earlier.
1: It might be an earlier card, huh? What time yeah. is it? Four o'clock? I don't think so. They four same, o'clock main event. Same time. Well, sometimes they do no. the at the Apex. They'll do a four o'clock main event.
2: Yeah, they, they'll do earlier shows at times.
1: But, yeah. yeah.
2: Let's see. Start time for this one is. One more click. One more click. Seven p.m. Eastern, Easter time. So four. Okay, so that hold. So that's for the prelims. Main card. Is that main card? Main card is uh, seven p.m. Eastern. Prelims are. Oops. Yeah, that's that's, so.
1: It's four p.m. Four p.m. in the afternoon. Four
2: p.m. Eastern for the prelims. So that's oh for the prelims. Okay. Does it say one p.m. pre? yeah prelims are You're right 4 yes. p.m eastern yeah
1: okay. so for the pre oh so one o'clock it'll be one o'clock
2: west coast yeah
1: yeah one o'clock west coast time for the prelims which means four o'clock for the main card yeah this will be done okay. by seven o'clock right when and then bellator will start right after that interesting got it interesting i was one i was wondering because like when we started when we put our cards together i was wondering uh, we don't normally i know it doesn't matter bellator and the ufc they don't like to overlap each other cuz they know they're tapping into the same market now obviously ufc has a bigger market you know oh, yeah. that more people will watch but it's it really comes down the to same market. you you still don't want to overlap doesn't matter if you're the ufc you don't want to take your viewership away from and you know from anything you don't you don't want to have you don't definitely don't want to have it like during a football game you prefer not to but there's times they're going to overlap like that but it's they try to avoid that as much as possible um let's go ahead and talk about bellator 286 this weekend i saw patricio was at the uh chargers game getting a lot of love there buddy it was pretty awesome man he was in the middle of the field it was uh they had him ring or do this whole like crank thing that the chargers do i don't know what it is it's like (laughs) the horn thing oh yeah i think so i think so yeah yeah so i mean it was good man it it looked pretty cool looked like they had him down on the field and just uh doing a lot of pr stuff leading up to this fight so mapping for him this can be a tough fight for him he's fighting out of a borch. hard fight for him do you think this so is gonna be,
0: this is a very difficult fight for him in my opinion really yes i do Interesting. look okay i want you to think about this length speed who does it go to
1: oh the, the length for sure goes oh, no. to, yeah and uh, the speed you think so
0: go ahead say it and the speed yes adam borch is a faster fighter right now than Patricio Pitbull.
1: Okay, That doesn't say
0: he's going to win the fight, but he's the longer, more rangy, faster fighter, and he has one element that can really help him in this fight is he's got a great jab. There's not a lot of MMA fighters that have good jabs, but he throws a beautiful jab continuously. It's hard. It snaps the head back on his opponent. And then he follows up with not ones but combinations. He'll go a one-one, boom, 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 a three-punch combination off of it. What was that? John? Flying boom, knees. Boom, 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 boom. Do, what was that? Yeah, it's okay. good, isn't it? Because that means they're landing. Okay, but look, this is this is a fight. Take a look at his fight against against Mas Burnell, and you look at, you know, Maz Burnell, a a difficult person to hit as far as he's got good head movement. You know, he's, he's he slips things. Patricio does the same thing very well. So it's comparable as far as Mads a little bit taller than Patricio. Doesn't hit as hard as Patricio. Ground game-wise, Mads is just as good as Patricio. If not better, probably tries to take the fight to the ground more than Patricio. Patricio doesn't really try to take the fight to the ground. He's got a great frickin' jump guillotine and stuff like that. But I look at this fight, and this is a fight Patricio needs to fight a very smart and calculated fight to get a win against Adam Borch.
1: You know, I, I I look at and look, let me introduce, uh, MMA math. Let me do this. (laughs) It's not MMA math. (laughs) Let me introduce MMA math. Where the hell did we talk about MMA math? Adam Boric had a good win over Mads Brunel. Okay. But, but and I thought it was a good win over Mads Brunel. But if you think that that Adam Boric that fought Mads Brunel is going to beat Patricio, you're out of your damn mind. I don't care about (laughs) the jab. I don't care about this. as this fight goes on in a, in a fourth and fifth round where Patricio's been countless times, I saw enough that I needed to see out of Adam Borch when I saw him fight Mads that he does. Even though he is the faster fighter, I'll sit, okay, I'll concede that to you. Okay. He's the faster fighter. He's obviously Glad the longer fighter. Yes. He's obviously the longer fighter. But if you think of that style of fighting, that he was stuck fighting, because I don't think he's going to be able to take Patricio down. Not that he would try. I don't think he's okay, going to try. But, I don't think he's going to try. He shouldn't, but in the feet, it's going to get danger if you think you're going to stand forehead to forehead like you did with Mads for and try to throw because he had slowed down so much. He got hit quite a bit by Mads. One thing that Patricio has that Mads doesn't have is power. Patricio, he has power with both hands and he will touch you in all areas of your body and your head. He will knock okay. you the fuck out at any moment okay, in every let me- turn.
0: All right, I am going to go back on your MMA math. Yeah, cause let's I'm, take your my, MMA math since you are bringing MMA math into this. Yeah, I am always right. Let's take let's take a look at someone that Patricio had fights with and lost to, in Pat Curran, a very good stand up fighter, clean stand up fighter. Loved the way he defended. Always kept his chin on his chest. I loved just watching him. But Adam Borch destroyed Pat Curran. Patricio right. never destroyed him.
1: Are you no, really no, no, no. trying to talk about Pat Curran from, like, 30 years ago? Oh, wow. That Pat Curran? That one? Look is that the you one now. you're trying to compare it with? Okay, are you you're, kidding that, me? I'm talking about a you're fight you're to come up with MMA math. I'm talking math. about a relevant Patricio's fight. Patricio's never fought Mads Brunel. I've talked about a, I've talked about a relevant fight, one that Mads I'm and, and Adam just had. I'm talking MMA math because you want to
0: bring it up. And yeah. if you take a look at MMA math, that means they both have fought somebody. You're doing the same whole, thing.
1: You're doing the whole like carry the one, da <laughs> da da da. Like that's like old school math. I'm doing no, the no, fucking no. new exactly. Common Core hey, no, I, that it, no, it's doing, much easier I, to it, understand. It's very easy new... <laughs> if you understand basic Jeez. algebra. Oh man, this is this is not even. You're using like the old methods of using stones to count. Like that's so that's such an old method. Patricio, that Pitbull fight was fought,
0: so... fought jo- Pat Curran two times. Yeah. Fifteen Two times. years ago. He lost years one, ago. and he won one. Fifteen years ago. And both ago. of them went five rounds. Uh, both Dave, of them went five rounds. Dave, pull up when he fought Pat Curran. The first one was in Irvine, California. Okay. At the Bren Center of the in like, University in of Irvine. In
1: 2008? In where? 2008?
2: Uh, no. 2013. 2013. 2013. Yeah. And then was his
1: first one.
0: Then he fought him yeah. again in 2014, and he got a decision. Both of them went five rounds, Josh. John. Why don't you pull up? Stop. Dave, I want you to pull up John's wrong. Adam Borch's record against Pat Curran, or pull up Pat Curran's record, and you'll see it. doesn't matter to me. Either way. But two rounds. Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. Broke
1: his leg. Okay, were beat you, him up. Were you, still, were you still reffing at the and time? And I want
0: you to know were you still it's going to happen again. Did John,
1: did John ref that match? No, oh, I didn't. Okay. Ref it? I, was just, I wasn't sure because it's so long ago. I thought maybe you were still reffing at the time. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first.
0: Hold it. If you're asking about Patricio's two fights against Pat. Yes, I was.
1: Yes, I know you were. I know uh, you were. That shit was so you didn't have any gray in your beard back then. Oh, that's how long ago <laughs> this was. That's how long ago Whoa. it was, buddy. Um no, look, was, th- it, only t- it only takes
0: working with you for one year for all this gray to pop out.
1: Well, let me let me like, let me put this in perspective. His All fight frustration. Was, his, Patricio's fight with Pat Kern, t- Strike Force was still around. That's how long ago that shit was. No,
0: <laughs> no it wasn't. Strike you're Force lying was, now.
1: Tw- Strikeforce was 2013.
0: Yeah. yeah, and this happened f- 2014. F- that was the end. No, his first fight Strikeforce was, was gone. 2013. Yeah, no, it ended in
1: 2013. It was the last show yeah, that when? They stopped. Yeah, when? 23- what? It was still 2013. No, no, no. Strike Force was gone. Again, you're wrong. 2013. No, Why 2013. can't you just admit
0: when you're sitting there saying, Strike Force
1: was gone. Ah. Oh, no. Okay, look, let's see let's say it was. Let's just say it was. It, which it, it wasn't. was it was. not It wasn't. It, wasn't. it, it got was. bought in twenty
0: it got bought in twenty twelve. Oh, if it got bought in twenty twelve and they bought sh- in twenty thirteen, how the hell sh- was Strike
1: Force still there? No, remember they still no. did a couple shows. They still did a couple January shows. 12th, January twelfth. January twelfth
2: was it was the last Strike Force event and the, this was January seventeenth. So technically Strike Force was done because it was four days later. Woo! Bay, bay. Like, wow! Bay, bay. Wow! Bay. Wow. Bay. wow! We're, we're wow! Bay. Wow! Wait, we're going by Strike four days, gone. like Dude, I
1: said. Strike force was still gone. The, it was fine. It was in the rearview mirror, barely a tiny bit. I was Dirt I was, was t- on top. Strike of it. force was tailgating you. This is nonsense. Like, uh, this is nonsense. Once again, once again, John is wrong. John is wrong. <laughs> Look, guys. Hey, uh, Dave.
0: Thank you for pointing out that I'm right. I want
1: I want to make sure you're wearing a shirt that says that I'm always right. You're no, I'm not. Shirt? Yes, you are. That's sure right there. You're trying for 10 it eights says, when you can. All I do is deliver 10 7s, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um look, this I think that if we're going to see another Adam boric type fight that he fought against Mads Burnell, I think he loses. Okay. I, I don't I don't see that. I don't see that Adam Borch fight. Now, I think the knees up the middle, I think those will be a key weapon cuz that will that will make um that will make Patricio a little bit more hesitant to throw power shots to extend himself and leave himself open to be needing the ribs, knee up the middle, knee up the face, whatever it is, right up that middle up to the face. There's, there'll be some consequences if he loads up and leaves himself out of position for Adam Borch's knees. He's got what two or three flying knee knockouts. Adam does. Oh, he's got more than that. And with and with the um, and with the height and the way that Patricio just kind of sometimes will cover up and stand in one spot. And take the knee up the middle, that could be dangerous. I mean, that flying knee may be, it may be very, um, maybe it may end up happening several times in this. He's got to make sure he doesn't get caught big time with that. Now, the jab, I think it's like, I he also he,
0: needs this. to be careful he doesn't get caught by the kick, like Adam Borch did to Jeremy Kennedy, where he brings the kick up alongside the head. The same thing that happened with AJ McKee against Patricio.
1: There's yeah. not a lot of, you don't
0: have to get real high to hit Patricio as far as with a kick.
1: Yeah, but Adam Borch is not doesn't have the speed that AJ McKee has to get that there. I don't even think oh, he has the power. Oh, you are
0: so wrong!
1: You're telling me so now. Now you're telling so me that Adam Borch is as fast as AJ McKee. This is good. Let I'm saying he's he's very close.
0: Very close to him. I would like I'd like to do a comparison. All I'm of a sudden, stuttering. stuttering
1: Stanley over not here. Stuttering Stanley. <laughs> stuttering Stanley. Stuttering Stanley. Stuttering <laughs> Stanley. Love it. All right. Uh look, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I'm gonna obviously go with the champ. I think and I'm a big Adam Borch fan. You always go it. with the champ. I like I always go with the champ, man. I always go with the champ. Hey, he's been he's been tried and tested, man. He has been pushed through the ringer and come back and yes. got wins. He has pretty much beat everybody that has beaten him. There's one or two that got away that he wasn't able to get back at. But he's only one. It. Yeah, he's he's who was that? I think I think, I think uh the wrestler uh, Joe kid, Warren. Joe Warren. Joe there Warren. You know, yeah,
0: I think that's the only one.
1: Yeah, he's the only one that he hasn't been able to. Everybody to else, he's over. come
0: back and been able to uh, get a win against. So, wow. and that's impressive. Yes, and that says how yeah. good. Uh, says exactly the kind of level of fighter that he is.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. Hey, what other fights on this card do you want to talk about? <laughs> well,
0: I don't want to talk about the
1: yeah. one. All right, talk about it.
0: All right, you got AJ McKee against Spike carlisle I think this is an absolute wrong, Tra- travesty,
1: travesty, travesty
0: of setting up a fight. It is wrong. I, I, I told, I even told Scott Coker in Ireland. I think whoever decided this was a good idea lost their mind. And I was told, well, this is this is a fight that uh, AJ AJ wanted. wanted. Guess what? I don't give wow. a damn. Yeah. OK, you want to be the guy you want to be the guy making big money. You want to be the guy that is moving up from yeah. featherweight, not getting another shot at the title. And you want to be the guy moving up to a lightweight. OK, but you will get a ranked opponent. Yeah. Now, nothing against Spike Carlyle. I love Spike Carlyle. I don't want this in any way to demean Spike Carlisle as a fighter. I think he's a dog. I think he's tough as hell. I love watching him fight and I am not the only one in fact Coker told me and I'm not gonna sit there and say the person's name but it is someone that's got influence in the MMA industry they said he goes I don't know if that's a good fight for AJ he goes Spike Carlisle can win that fight and he goes and he goes so you're the second one that told me that now and I go it's true I go this is not an easy mm-hmm. fight for AJ it's a tough fight I'm not saying AJ can't get the win he definitely can okay and he should. But you're putting him up, you're taking a guy who was what 18, 18 and O or 19 and O 18 and O awesome. then he becomes 80 loses his only fight and the championship after winning your featherweight Grand Prix and now the guy that you're gonna put him against
1: isn't even ranked. Yeah that makes sense? John but let's 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 not pussyfoot around this anymore okay okay he. <laughs> I didn't he, think I was. He, um, if he can't beat guys like Spike Carlisle, then he shouldn't be fighting. That's my honest opinion. If you, if you're going to say you're going to go to 55 and you can't beat this guy, then you have no reason to be at 55. That's well, pretty simple. I, I, all the hype, I'll, I'll all the talk. You, I'll tell you what I, it does. John, I sat I on this, it, I sat on, I sat on this fucking show and, and hyped this guy up, this young man up so much. And I said, he was the next, he's this, the next second coming. If, if he just continues to evolve and get better, if you can't beat Spike Carlisle, I have nothing else to say. Then this, it's on you, buddy. It's on you. He, he was supposed to end up fighting Mamadoff. I believe it was Islam Mamadoff is who they, they were, uh, originally were going to match him up with. And he basically said, ah, I want a different warm up fight for, for my first fight. This is not a warm up fight, man. But you should be able to beat this guy. And if you can't get, if you can't dispatch him, if you can't get rid of him. You've got to really start thinking about yourself being at fifty five. Go back down to forty five, where you were more dominant. The speed, the size, all of those things were your advantage. I love AJ McKee. I love him as a kid. I love him as a person. He's a talented, very talented fighter. You know this, and I, I like his dad as well. His, fa- I love his family. Bottom line is, John, if he can't get this win, he needs to reassess who is who is controlling his career? Right now, it's him. And so if, if he can't get past Spike Carlisle, he needs to talk about going back down to 45. Like, let's not... Look, there's certain guys. Max Holloway. Big for the weight. Long, lanky, good boxer. All of those things. At 55, he's not the same fighter. At 45, dominant fighter. Dominant fighter for a long time. You know, and then he ran into Volkanovsky. But he's a dominant fighter. At 55, I don't think that that's him. And AJ may be that same type of guy. At fifty five, it won't be. He won't be. Not, may not be the same guy. Maybe he'll be better. Who knows? But if you can't beat Spike Carlo, I don't want ha- to have this conversation if you can't beat Spike Carlo.
0: Good point. Very well said. On yeah. to the next. All right. Aaron Pico taking on Jeremy Kennedy. I love everything I, that Aaron Pico has been doing. Yeah. I know there there's some things in the background that are you know causing how do i say this you know aaron all all aaron needs to do is focus on the fight focus on the fight do what you have been training for you've been doing a great job i hear nothing but fantastic accolades coming out of the jackson wink camp about aaron but it's all the things that we've all known about what a hard worker he is how freaking You know, he's what a good person he is. You know, how respectful he is about everything, the way he goes about doing his business. They love this guy. And you Mm -hmm. can't blame him. It's the same thing we knew about him, you know, before he went there. But, you know, those outside things, sometimes there's things that happen in, in your life that you just cannot control. And they become a distraction in your life. And I'm just saying, Aaron, just continue on focusing on your fights. Everything will work themselves out. And as my man, Josh Thompson, says, hey, winning solves everything.
1: Am I missing something? Did something happen to him? Is he okay? There's been a little First... bit of a
0: split between him and Mama.
1: Oh, man. And she's yeah, a doll, man. Happens. She's a doll. She's a doll. Yeah. She. I've um, spent some time with the two of them in, uh, in uh, St. and St. Martin's. We went out there to the – to enjoy some time with some family and stuff. So good stuff, man. I mean, like, hopefully, hopefully they get a result. I'm sure they will. They've been together forever. I want to say, like, middle school. They've been together for a long, long time. So, um, you know, in, in fighting, it's a very selfish sport. And he is, yeah, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't strike me as a selfish person. Um, also to having to, no, having to develop, yeah. like, you know, a lot more responsibility. There's a lot of things going on. It's harder. You know, the lifestyle that they had before was we could travel and go everywhere together. It, they were like two peas in a pod. They very rarely seemed like they were separate from each other. So I'm sure that they'll work it all out. And he, he's a great, fantastic person, you know, and, um, and he's definitely a family kid. You know, he loves, he loves being around his horses and he loves being around his family. So he's a family guy. Yep. Great, great person, great kid. And, uh, I wish them nothing but the best in terms of his, in, in terms of this fight. Great job. Amateur hour over here. <laughs> Jeez. Danny Jeez. Brenner. <laughs> Someone yeah, asking te- me to do more interviews. Yeah, he just texted me too. He just texted me too, and I said, "I, I, just, I, I said, please hold." <laughs> it's like I'm busy. Yeah,
2: I just got a, a flashback to my mom's kitchen in the '70s. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> what was the that phone? Ring? That ring? That oh. old,
1: the ring phone. The phone. oh, that's so funny. It's true. That's exactly what he used to sound like. John had to use the old school ring, right, to make him because I responded like that. See, yeah, I'm so old yeah.
0: I remember that one. Yeah, All those new like high tech f- sounds, I just go <laughs> like, yeah, I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, you're so old. You're like you remember the Pat Curran fight and Patricio fight. (laughs) So old. (laughs) Okay, shit was fucking thirteen years ago. All right, no, I'm so I'm so old. I remember your fights. Oh Oh, man, that's a long time ago. That's messed up. Messed Uh, up. But in terms of the fight, Jeremy Kennedy and Aaron Pico. I I look. I like Jeremy Kennedy as a fighter. I think he's a tough fighter. I don't see one area in which he wins this fight. It's a tough one, you know, and he, he's got to
0: make it, he's got to make it a dogfight. But you've seen, and this is, here's your question. Has Aaron Pico changed completely as a fighter? If he has, I totally agree with you. But if you're Jeremy Kennedy, you say, I can, I can lull this guy into that dogfight. And if I lull him into the dogfight, I can touch him and I can hurt him. Okay. Mm. You know, he's not going to outrust. Look Jeremy Kennedy, usually. Generally, he lives off of getting the takedown, out wrestling his opponent, out positioning, great ground and pound. He's got beautiful ground and pound. When he gets the fight down there, he's not going to be able to keep Aaron Pico down. He's not going to be able to get him down. And if, you know, if, if Aaron Pico's butt touches the ground from a Jeremy Kennedy takedown, it will be up in the air within a second and a half. So it's going to be very difficult to keep him there. So then the only place you got to look for Jeremy to, to do damage here is on the feet. And he can do that if he looks at fighting at a range that takes away some of the talent and skills of Aaron Pico. Mm. But you got to get the fight okay. in that range.
1: Yeah, I I just I don't I don't see like he's not gonna be able to keep Pico pressed to the fence. Pico's gonna be able to take him down at will. Be tough. I think he's gonna have to catch Pico on some exchanges. I just—he's not the faster fighter. Aaron Pico's the faster fighter. Aaron's got probably the—I think Aaron's got more power. Um, I just—I'm looking at this fight. Not a doubt about it. Yeah, not a doubt about this fight. Going, how does how does Jeremy Kennedy get this done? You you know, know, but
0: this fight has been put together. We'll say three times now.
1: Two, two or three times. Three times. Three times. So.
0: this is one of those ones where I think, you know, it, it, it just is your promoter is saying, yeah, I'm going to keep on giving you this damn fight because I, this is what one I want to see. Yeah. So if you're Jeremy, you got to say, well, all right, I'm going to take the fight and I'm going to sh- see what I can do in here and let's see if I can get it done. And possibility is, yes, he can. Yeah. You know, are the odds in his, in his favor? No, let's be honest. The odds are not in his favor, but yeah, again, you said it at the beginning of the show. That's why we fight the fight.
1: Yep. This is true. Sometimes.
0: They prove us wrong.
1: The fight that I'm really looking forward to is Barzola versus Juan Archuleta. Oh, me too. I just wish that it was five rounds. That is a great round. fight. I, I wish know. it was a five-round <laughs>
0: fight. Well, look, let's be honest. Both of them have huge gas tanks. Mm-hmm. Both of them are always in shape. Both of them push the pace. Both of them have... Barzola didn't start with a wrestling background. But he has really become an accomplished wrestler, accomplished Mm -hmm. at takedowns in MMA. You know, Juan comes from a wrestling background. He is an accomplished uh, takedown guy. This is this is going to be a war of attrition. It's going to be who can push the hardest and who makes the other fighter make the mistake.
1: Yeah. We're gonna see. I think Barzola is someone that will just continue to walk Juan Archuleta down. Juan Archuleta cannot afford to let him push his back to the fence. Juan is good when he's on the outside, but he's good on his lateral movement, mixing it up, the inside leg kick, overhand rights, switching his stance, making being creative, but keeping you off balance. Yeah, but Barzola is not gonna fall for any of that shit. He's just gonna keep walking (laughs) forward. He's gonna keep walking forward. He's gonna keep trying to touch you with the hands, combinations. I mean, and he's got a, he's got a great chin and he will just take shots to keep coming forward and keep trying to make you break. Now, I know it's going to be kind of a hard task to, to break Juan Archuleta. Cardio wise, he's phenomenal. The, the way that he mixes in his wrestling is really good as well. He's going to have to try, but getting this fight to the ground is not going to be easy for him either. So getting this nope. fight to the ground and then not only just getting the fight to the ground, but then holding him down. I mean, Magomed Magomedov had a hard time holding Barzola down. And Juan Archuleta is not someone that really grinds and tries to hold somebody down to the ground. He'll take you down, give you some space, put some ground and pound on you, and then let you back up. A little bit of that dominant Cruz type yes. style, TJ Dillashaw, obviously style Very... of getting the takedown, do some work real quick, if you get back up, good, but try to reattach finishing,
0: finishing it off, yeah. if I'm going to disengage, I'm going to finish it off with a great shot.
1: Mm Hmm. yep and I mean that's the way that that's the that's the style in which Juan Archuleta fights so that can end up working against him because Barzola will keep pushing on him will keep trying to make him shoot takedowns try to slow him down so this should be a fun fight though I mean for me this is when I saw this whole card this was kind of a fight that I was most looking forward to because I knew that this was a good way to open up the card I think this is the opening fight on the main card uh should be might be be a good fight I think but
0: if it if it is the you got two of the prelims at the end the first one being mike hamill against max Mm roshoff roshoff is a guy that came in with a lot of hype went into the ufc great ground game very fast very explosive but we've seen what mike hamill can do and mike hamill is a grinder a guy that never stops never quits so that's an interesting matchup right there it's going to be interesting to see that fight and then islam mamadoff against nick brown nick nyquil brown who's no one gives this guy any credit as a fighter. Thirteen and one, he is tough as hell. He puts everyone to sleep with rear naked jokes, hey, or gets him to tap. He's good.
1: I thought it was Nicole Brown because he puts me to sleep when he fights. But oh, ahead. look! At you. <laughs> look, Islam Mabadov coming off of uh one of his losses. His second loss, correct? And his loss was to Benson Henderson. Henderson. Benson Henderson, very Benson close Henderson. fight. Very close fight.
0: It was very Um, close.
1: Back and forward, a lot of scrambling. I mean, I, and, and I, I gave Brent Primus the, the win over Momadoff in my, on my scorecards. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. No, 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 no. Did I? Did I? I can't remember. I think I did. I thought I did. I thought I had Primus win. I thought you did. And then, but then I think I gave, I think I gave Momadoff the win over Benson. It just so happened. I think I did too. The two things were reversed. Anyways, uh, Benson starting to get on back to his winning ways and inking them out. So it's, you know, um, but when he Nick Brown, He didn't eke that one out. He won that no, fight. Clearly. He won that fight. He did. He dominated. He, he walked um, away with it. Mabadov doing his camp here while everyone else is in Dubai, getting ready for Islam Makachev's, uh, title shot out there. And so he's here in, in AKA where none of the coaches are. So I'm a little concerned about that. You've got some of the, you know, you got Tomas Dion's. He's there coaching the guys, you know, while Javier's away in Dubai with Islam and Khabib and the other guys. Uh any other fights on this car that you're interested in talking about?
0: No, I think uh there was one I wanted to talk about. JJ Wilson against Tokoff. Vladimir Tokoff and JJ, mm. that should actually be a really good fight. Eight and one against seven and one. Tokoff being very well rounded, JJ being an outstanding mm-hmm. uh jujitsu practitioner, but is still is he's a little bit open in his stand up, but he's got good power. He's had some one punch knockout, mm-hmm. uh walk off knockouts and stuff, so and then Bobby Saronio the third has Gotta been very him. impressive in Gotta his him. two wins. He's been really fun to watch.
1: He is a fun fighter. He's young. He's got a good look to him. He's exciting. He doesn't ever stop trying to win the fight. He throws caution to the wind. Doesn't always use fighter IQ because he is very aggressive with his attacks. Relentless with high flying stuff. It will do crazy stuff. But he is a he's a he's a local boy here in the Bay Area. So yeah. now that he's going down to the LA area, you look for him. He is one of those kids that will bring the crowd with him. Comes from that Taekwondo style background and just, he has a traveling herd of fans that go everywhere with him. So look for him to, uh, to bring a big crowd with him for this show. The and other one you gotta talk
0: about real, Lance Gibson Jr. taking on Nate Diaz Jr. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be, uh, <laughs> a very uh, interesting. <laughs> it's Chris Avila who is. Uh, yeah. He's the second coming of Nate. That's They're so best funny. friends, I guess. So. That's hilarious. But
2: uh. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is uh, I'm I'm just trying to find it right now, but um, Jake Paul's card in Arizona is coming up with Anderson Silva, October 29th, and uh, yes. Chris uh, Chris Avila is also on that as well. So really, really interesting that he's doing MMA and then a couple of weeks later doing boxing.
1: Yeah. A Who months. is Chris Avila cool. fighting? It's a, it's a month away. He's
2: fighting um, YouTube star Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike. Okay, didn't know
1: that. That's a, a good lead into Nate and Jake okay. Paul fighting. I mean, after after I Jake think Paul Dr. knocks Mike's out Anderson Silva, smacked. Oh, so you guys Mike. will
2: probably see Nate this weekend as
0: Dr. well. Dr. Mike is going to be introduced to a Stockton slap. <laughs> there's gonna be it's illegal in boxing but i'm guaranteeing you chris avila open hand slaps him across the face well, in that boxing match
2: you can't open a slap with a glove yes, yes you can, can. What they man's... just warn you just <laughs> they don't him, do that
1: man. Jeez, are you serious mm-hmm. dave hmm? Boy, that's uh... why you needed to train altimore man <laughs> <laughs> no no fucking idea what you you're talking put, about you can't open your hand in that thing i've got one oh, okay. right in front of me i'll, I'll put okay. it on time, i'll show you Okay, yeah. you can't open
2: the- your
0: hand in it. Then you obviously not worn one long no. enough.
1: No. <laughs> uh, okay, so look, there is somebody else that I want to talk about is uh, Sumika Inaba. Yeah, fantastic fighter out of Hawaii. She's got she's got yep. power in her hands. She's very aggressive. She comes forward. She will take a shot to give a shot. Yes, she's she will fight. She's a fun fighter to watch. And, uh, she's check someone out to she's watch. 4-0. Yeah, she's someone to watch, keep yeah. an eye on. So, uh, that's going to wrap up our Bellator, uh, talk and conversation. And, uh, let's see what else we got into. Let's get into some news. Give us, give us some, come news on, there, Dave. Dave, Try to uh, trick us. Cyborg won her boxing debut this past weekend.
2: Do you guys see yes, any of the did. highlights or anything?
0: I did not see any of the highlights on that, but it went through a uh, decision victory, which, you know, and this is what happens when you take away the tools that mma has and you limit someone to just punches and then the gloves are bigger and things like that and it's just a different game this is what happens with women's boxing and this is why women's boxing has really not taken off is most of the fights people are going to look at and say it's going to go to a decision it's going to go to a decision you know i predicted in this one i said chris is going to win it'll be by decision interesting and that's that's why women's MMA has worked. that we have finishes in women's MMA. They can land kicks, knees, elbows, they can get submissions. That's why women's MMA is so popular. You don't know how it's going to end. Women's boxing, name me the big knockouts. That's the problem.
1: I don't even know. <laughs> that's the problem. You want to know why I don't know? I don't watch women's boxing. That's why. <laughs> you don't watch
0: like Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano. Come
1: on. I, I watched that fight. I thought it was a good fight, but that was, was a gonna, good fight. I but again, I, I,
0: didn't, I didn't. Katie Taylor didn't win that fight. That's where I look at Jake Paul. He might be right in what he said, man. Eddie Hearn. Ooh,
1: <laughs> mm, yeah, corrupt. He's getting sued for that for those comments. By yeah, the way, he's getting word for the, Eddie, that. One. Yeah, Eddie Hearn's gonna sue. He him. Better be able
0: to prove what you said.
1: Deformation, interesting. yeah that sucks i mean hey they box promoters are all corrupt
0: <laughs> they're all fucking corrupt he, hold it
1: if he is he
0: won't be the first
1: yeah nope he definitely won't look like, I, I have no desire to watch uh chris cyborg box I, I don't know if she can be back in mma i know that there's there they, there's um some contract stuff going on uh not just with bellator, there is there's across it, it's the board the, it's, not even, no, it's not even bellator stuff no it's even bellator stuff yeah
0: it's not even PFL stuff. Chris is in a situation she's kind of stuck right now. I feel yeah. bad for her. That's why she went and did the boxing thing. And, you know, you just got to give her time.
1: Well, a lot of it is the, the weight class just doesn't have the talent that they need to fight her True. or Amanda Nunes or whoever else or Kayla Harrison. Like, Kayla Harrison. They, don't have, they don't have that weight class. It's That weight class has now fallen by a side. It's gone. You're not going to see these... These female fighters in this weight class anymore. I think it's gonna eventually just completely leave the sport. You're gonna have 115, you're gonna have 125, 135 is the weight classes you're gonna have. You might even start to see 105. Yeah. I, I just I don't I don't see it going. I don't see it going back up to 145. It's not gonna happen. I don't think. Well,
0: it's you know you say that and I looked. At, they're showing they have the Liam McCord versus Diana Silva fight and they're showing the mm-hmm. top ten. They don't even have a top ten. No, because the people they let go, there was a top seven. That kind of yeah.
1: tells you. Yeah, I don't know. If man. you
0: look at the look at the UFC's one forty five, take a look at their top ten. How many they don't names have are one. on it?
1: It's one person. It's just the champ, right? That's what That's I said.
0: It. How many names are on it? And so, and so it's and, like,
1: come on. And here's the thing, though: if you're a promotion, right, and someone like Chris Cyborg, who's like one of the the People that started. Look, she's
0: one of the all time great women yes. fighters that there's ever been.
1: Yeah. But like, I I'm sorry. I have no interest in paying you six to seven hundred, a million dollars to fight people that you've already fought three or four times. I have no interest. I have no desire to pay you that much money. Now, if you want to take a pay cut, sign me up all day long. I'll pay you for that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not going to keep paying you to beat the same people over and over. And that's not market. I can't market that either. And it's nothing against Chris. You know, and and we know we've, we've, we hang around with her. We've, we've been around her quite a bit. We've had her on this show. She's a fantastic person. That doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean that because I like you as a person that I want to continue paying you a million dollars a fight. Just, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate, man. If you're looking, look, look at all the other talent. Shane Burgos would have been a great addition to Bellator. And I said this last weekend. What I said this on the show that I did by myself because Ireland didn't want to let you go. It was basically came down to guys like Fedor. Then Melianenko. they thought
0: about it. So yeah, get the hell out.
1: Uh, guys like Fedor go, I love Fedor. I love Chris yeah. Cyborg. We'll Can't pay, pay him that kind too of money. Much money. Not for not, I agree. not not in where the age that you're at. On top of the fights that we can put you in, that people would be interested in fighting. I have no desire to do that. And if you're a young, like if if you're basically a promotion like Bellator, you have to make you have to make those hard decisions. Build the young talent that you have, which we already have. We've got a ton of young talent. You've already Adam talked Borage, about yep. You've got Jeremy Kennedy. you got Aaron Pico. You've got AJ McKee. You've got stars now that you can build. Start utilizing that money that you're paying someone like Chris Cyborg or Fedor, who is just fucking expensive, you know, and take that money and put it into, put it into promoting your young talent. That's a lot of money yep. that we're, that we're spending on these fighters that
0: you almost said wasting.
1: I mean, John. Yeah. 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 I think we're wasting that money. I think it's a waste. I said it. Damn it, I said it. <laughs> he got me to say it. I think it's a waste. I love look, I've got that nostalgia for the Fedor thing because of you know so do the I. pride and this. I love history. first off, I love
0: I love the person. Exactly. Because if you know him, yeah. he's just fantastic.
1: And the same thing goes for Chris. If you know him. Exactly. Her, if you know her, you'd like her. Like she's, she's fantastic. A nice, she's a fantastic person. I just, I don't, I don't see any room to grow their, to grow their brand. Like, I don't see how that's going to help the Bellator brand grow by spending that amount of money on them. And I, I think I'd rather use that three to four to $5 million that they're paying them per fight to, to market guys like, like AJ McKee, to market guys like Aaron Pico, to market the young talent that's coming up. I mean, You know Usman Nurmagomedov. I mean, these guys, Tofik Mosayev, they are fucking putting it down. These young, talented fighters. I mean, Danny Savatello, Rafian Stotts. Can I put some money into them? Can I get these? Can I get these fighters? You know, some more, some more love, some more publicity, some more. I would market the shit out of our young talent. Patchy mix, patchy mix, exactly. Like these guys, they're phenomenal. And so I don't know. Look, that's just me speaking out loud. I think that's a There's, there, there's so much talent, you know, Yaroslav, Amosov, 26 and 0, 27 and 0, got the best record in MMA. Uh, hasn't lost. I, I don't know. I just, that's what that O is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come, (laughs) but coming back from defense, you know, being out there in Ukraine, you know, fighting there and coming back and, uh, having, you're going to have a, you know, a title defense probably early next year. It's going to be, these are, this is where the money should be spent. All right, next. We've I've talked that over to nausea. Talked that to death. All
2: right. Uh we're getting reports in from Rodrigo Del Campo, um I don't know where he's from, but he's an MMA reporter saying that they're targeting Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueiredo for UFC 283 in Brazil in January.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, we kind of saw cool. that though when uh when Moreno won the the uh, title fight, um the interim title, excuse me. And Devinson was there. You kind of saw that that was, it was going to end up happening, you know, just as they brought Devinson. I thought it was a little weird that they brought Devinson into the octagon to kind of take, took a little bit of the shine off of Brandon Moreno's moment there. But I don't know. I just, I thought, you know, we looked at this, you know, if Kai Kara France had won, yeah, it'd be different because they would, it would have been an easy thing just to put, you know, Devinson against Kai Kara France, but he didn't. Brandon wins they both have a win there's a draw so this is the tiebreaker this is the one
1: yeah it's four, again so, is it going to be five so
0: four and look i think styles make fights and you can go back in history in you know both boxing and mma where we've had people fight more than three times four five sometimes six times against the same guy and it's Every one of the fights has been fantastic because they just bring it out in each other. And you got to admit, there's been good fights between these guys. So I don't think that the fourth one will be anything but a barn burner.
1: Yeah, this is this. I have kind of the same problem that I'm having with the Chris Cyborg situation, Amanda Nunes situation, Kayla Harrison situation. We're going to continue in this weight class. Don't get me wrong. There's some talented fighters below, whereas in that weight class, there's no other talented fighters. There's like three or four of them, and that's it. But in this weight class, there is some, but they're so far behind, these two fighters. Yeah. That you're going to end up seeing this fight probably another two or three more times. And how many times can you rinse, wash, repeat the same fight? I mean, you go to the trilogy, and then after the trilogy, this is the quad trilogy, whatever it is. Like, this is going to be their fourth fight. And I know one of them was a draw, so it makes it easier to put this fight on. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a desire to watch this real, to watch this fight again. You know, like this is gonna be this is like a fight I've kind of already know the results. You know, is it gonna be a boring fight like the last one was a little bit where Devison just kind of stuffed takedowns or got takedowns and just control positioning, like that type of stuff, working with Henry Cejudo. Like those type of things, like is, are we gonna start seeing a more cautious fighter now because you know uh Moreno is so dangerous? In all areas, it's it's a uh, we're gonna end up seeing it now. They they know each other so well, they they're so calculated that it ends up being boring fights. Whereas the first two were fucking just insane back and forth, back and forth. So I, I don't, I think like I said, if you're looking at this weight class, John, uh, Kai Carr france probably the, and Askarov are probably the next two that are the closest to all of them. But then Royval is good. Don't get me wrong, Perez good. Okay, these other uh, fighters that are all in here, they're so far behind. Moreno and Figueredo. They're so far behind. So we're going to end up right now, seeing. I think, you're right. It, it,
0: this is one of those. It all comes down to, you know, how many people are of that upper echelon ability in the weight class. You, 125 is for it's small men. Small men. You know, but there are guys out there. That's your, that's your there.
1: fucking leg. Let me just remind people of that. That's, that's the size <laughs> of your is. fucking leg. Sorry. Okay. But Not, your dick. Mean, it's, Not your dick, your leg.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you it wasn't my dick. <laughs> uh, but, you know, but you, you look and you go, but I, I, you're saying that and I agree with you. But then I think the Bellator should have a 125 pound class. They got a guy in Horaguchi that should be fighting at 125 pounds. He shouldn't be fighting at 135. He should be fighting at 125. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he's, the best guy in the weight class, no matter what, is fighting in one. That's DJ.
1: Mm-hmm. Is
0: yeah. he not the best fighter in that weight class?
1: I would love to see him come back.
0: Is he not him. the best fighter in that weight class?
1: He is. There you go. He is, especially at 125. Like he's, I'm sorry, but the guy he just fought is like 150. So yeah, it's not even. Exactly. You know, Marius is not even one twenty five. So the fact that he's getting wins over that guy and says everything. Yeah, it says everything. That's how good he is. All right, next.
2: Uh Floyd Mayweather uh, just fought this past weekend in Writing in an exhibition. When they say he won an exhibition fight, is that like a thing where you can win an exhibition? I don't know. yeah. An him. exhibition
0: fight is not judged. But if you stop your opponent, they'll say, oh, he, he, he beat him by stoppage, depending mm-hmm. upon what kind
2: it was. And, and in, uh, He's already um, talking about another fight in November now against another YouTuber, British YouTuber, Deji Tunji. I don't know how that is. but There
0: will finally come a time when people will get tired of watching him fight. Nobody's. Yeah. He's not going to fight someone that can beat him. Okay? He's not that stupid. And he's looking at all these people. He say, like, "I can make money just boxing them." Hello. Yeah. And you can't blame him. I think he's smart for doing it. Mm-hmm. I think people are stupid for watching. When you have nobody that wants to watch, guess what? Yeah. There won't be that fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're gonna find like, look, Bob Sapp make a lot, made a lot of money for years, traveling around fighting nobodies, you know. And he had his yeah, whole- but
0: Bob Sapp was almost like a guaranteed win for your nobody.
1: Yeah, you know, and he would tell you too. Like, if I don't get you out of here in like in a minute nineteen or minute twenty, I'm, I'm done. Taking a dive, I'm gonna dive. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you, now, but have you seen Bob Sapp lately? He looks lean. He's in great shape. He yeah, looks he great. Looks lean.
1: I don't know about great shape, but he looks he looks. He's lean. in great, dude. He's he looks, looks lean. He looks he looks great. I know a lot of people that are that look like they're in shape, but they can't walk upstairs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Good point. Uh, but. <laughs> Um, I, I have no interest in watching him fight. I know the Conor McGregor fight was talked about. The Conor McGregor fight was talked about and. God. Obviously, no. I don't want to watch it again, but I know I will watch it because we'll cover it on this show. No, we will not because I will not watch it. Yes, you will. I refuse to watch that. You're such a liar. You're going to watch it. I will, I
0: I will not watch it.
1: You are a fighting junkie. Shut your horn. You (laughs) will watch it. (laughs) That's the thing. He's trying to act all tough right now, but he just, it's like when he knows there's a fight on, he'll fucking have one TV here, one TV here, one one on his phone. And it's just like, Oh yeah. Like it's like he, he can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of it So he's over here Trying to lie to all of us
0: I'm not watching it. Alright I'll
1: watch it But I'm gonna the, find the, someone Who's yeah. buying it
0: Cause I'm not paying for it The day
1: of The day of He'll be like Oh I'm watching the fight Alright I found send someone Send me a link yeah. I found someone Who has it
2: Yeah <laughs> Alright next Alright we're gonna wrap up On that one right there
1: Oh we are Well wait, 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 wait. you can't do that You can't just let it... I would have made this thing Whoa. A lot more entertaining You, you, you Whoa, gotta God. let us know What else you got for us Dave do some research. So is that? No, no. That, do some. research. Just, I just told
2: you. Right. That's, it. That's, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all you get.
1: That? All right, guys. Well, hey, we're leaving you guys. Uh, you know, uneventfully because podcast Dave didn't let us know was the last one. Blew it. So podcast Dave blew it. Just tell him. Hey, I'm getting a lot. I'm John. Let <laughs> me ask said, you this I though. Wrap up on this one? Yeah. No, you didn't. Uh, jo- John, let me let me. I, I'm getting a little bit of love. I mean, I, I don't know if it's love. The media is talking Oof. about it. I talked about Kamzat Chimaev going up to, uh, 185. We talked, I talked, I talked absolutely about it with, with Parkin. Okay. And I agree because you obviously can't make the fucking weight at 170. So I look at it. Do you make that fight with Paulo Costa or you just take, absolutely you take, Paulo Costa is calling him out or do you take him right to Robert Whitaker because Paulo Costa may beat him? He might, but but, do you but Robert Whitaker will beat him exactly thank you i'm glad i'm glad i'm getting a little love here because i I believe so too i think robert Robert whitaker will beat him okay 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 okay. right right, now just asking
0: now i i look at it right at this moment first off if you're if you're the ufc it's an easy get because paulo costa called him out paulo costa Mm -hmm. wants him oh sure i'll sign that fight that's a that's an interesting fight it's a fight i can sell it's a good fight it's paul Costa has gone against good wrestlers and done very well he's got good stand-up he's got you know a good chin we've seen that he's got a good chin man he'll take a shot you know although if you're going to look at paul yeah I, whatever happened in the in the moments when he drank wine and had the fight with adesanya all the way through the whole marvin vittori thing you get rid of that crap in his career he's been solid as hell
1: I mean, yeah, Do I was, think that he was, he's got
0: a good chance of beating Kamzat? He's got a good chance of beating Kamzat.
1: Do you think Kamzat so, can take him down?
0: Sure. Absolutely, he can. Can he hold him down? That I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm interested because, I mean, Yoel Romero had a hard time getting him down. That's right. And Rockhold had a hard time getting him down. Rockhold's, That's up, right. the, Rockhold's up the level of wrestling of Kamzat or, no, or Yoel. But both of those guys uh, well, had yeah, a hard time he, getting him down.
0: No matter what anyone wants to say, they can talk all they want. Kamzat is not near the level of wrestler that Yoel was.
1: No, 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 no. I agree with you. I agree so. with you. Finally, John, you're on my level. I'm glad you can keep up. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap this show up. Go to com. pick up some of our merch. We've got a coffee mug, hoodies, uh, sweatshirts. Yes. And, winner uh, winter is coming. I mean, I got to be honest. Oh, yeah, man, it, it is. Fall, fall was just a couple days ago. Starting off, and I got to be—it was freezing here for a day or two, and then went back to 90 degrees. Yesterday it was 90 something degrees. Beautiful day. Had uh, had some did some swimming with the fams, and had a bunch of people over. And that's not going to last long. Enjoyed a couple cocktails out by the pool. Your nice. pool it will not.
0: You're not going to need. You're not going to need your plunge because your pool is going to be your plunge pool. It, coming yeah, up. Yeah, it's very it's true. My
1: pool gets. My pool gets down to like I'd say probably like. 42 43 oh yeah my cold plunge gets to 37 38 somewhere in there don't like yeah. either one of those yeah you know i gotta be honest though i love the cold plunge on hot days oh i love it but it how do you like hot. it on a cold day i don't know I haven't done it yet i'm scared <laughs> i'm scared gonna be honest I'm a little scared so all right well hey that's gonna wrap us up hopefully you guys enjoyed this show and uh check us out hit that subscribe button Okay. And also that hit that little notification because John and I are doing some separate little shows on the side for you guys. Sometimes we release it on this channel and sometimes we release it on our clips channel, which is the link down below in the descriptions there. Hit that link. That'll take you to our short clips channel. Hit the subscribe button there as well with the bell and the thumbs up. Obviously, we want that thumbs up. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this show. John, take us away. I had to, I had to do the takeaway the other day. Kind of threw me all off. Did it threw me throw all off. off? It's a rough Fuck one, dude. dude. Fucking it's very Biden. rough. Joe Biden <laughs> keeping you in, <laughs> on the no-fly list. Luggan, brilliant brilliant! Goddamn. Th-
0: Won't let John in away. the country,
1: but he'll let everybody else in. Go right ahead. That's, that's <laughs> it. That's exactly it. For everyone out
0: there, man, thanks for tuning in. I'm glad to be home, and I get to take off again tomorrow. But it's awesome being here. Do me a favor. Be kind to someone. Do something good for someone just because you can. It'll make you feel better, and it'll make their day. And for everyone out there, we will see you.